Adult friendships are very interesting. You know, you have some friends who are married, some enlisted, some in jail. There's people fighting for child support. And then you have more relatable people with liquid IV in their water after a long night of drinking. And then the same people go take an exam later that day in organic chemistry. And then we have those unfortunate ones who are no longer here with us to watch our accomplishments. Everyone is doing something with their life, even if it just doesn't look like yours. It's just crazy how not too long ago, we were saving seats for each other at lunch. Or how about just waiting on the other side of the screen door while our friend wanted to go ask if they could come ride bikes with us? That type of unity and support came so easy for us as kids. We weren't taught how to be supportive. It just came naturally. Loving each other and wishing each other well and genuinely meaning it came like breathing. But it wasn't until a few years later when you got a crush, but your crush liked your best friend. Or the time you made varsity and she made JV. Now that easy like breathing support comes in waves, if any is even coming at all. Now the difference between a good birthday and a bad birthday all falls on if someone's posting you on their Insta story. It's like the older we get, the fewer people we have rooting for us. And it sucks. It sucks every year. Shit, every week watching your Find My Friends list get shorter. But I get it though. Some just outgrow themselves. But what about those friendships that just die because a better offer came? Because the one time you're not a strong friend, you're let go. Because you've had too many bad days for anyone else to take anymore. Because you had to repeat a semester or a year and now you like commonalities with your friends. Or because you didn't go to college at all. So now you're watching your high school best friend make memories with her new college best friends and it's rubbing you the wrong way. But it's not like she's meaning to rub her new life in your face. But what was she supposed to do? Sit in her room all day where y'all are miles and miles away? Wait for a long overdue FaceTime call where she's once again trying to remind you of the same story she already told you millions and millions of times. It's not like she's necessarily not caring about your new life. I think y'all just don't talk long enough to remember all of the details. And I just think those slow ending friendships are the worst. They're the ones you can just feel coming and you're just trying everything you can to keep holding on. You're like, hey, like, are you busy so-and-so time? I'd love to catch up. Oh, right, you do have work. Okay, well, can you just, like, text me when you get home? Like, I should still be up, but, I mean, we are three hours apart. I got class in the morning, yada, yada, yada. Shit like that. Or then there's her perspective. You don't make time for me anymore. You're out partying with these new people who don't even know you the way I know you. But that's just it. The older we grow, the more we're supposed to change and the more we're supposed to grow out of our old skin. The person who used to laugh this way probably doesn't laugh that way anymore. The foods we used to obsess over more than likely make us sick to our stomachs now. You know, you have a new job a new mindset, new goals, new dreams, new names for your kids that you just swore up and down they were going to be aunties and uncles too. And you know, with that newness, oftentimes comes new faces who just understand you differently than they ever could. But it's never competition. It's not like you like them or you love them more or less. I simply put, they're just different. It's just different. It's like, yeah, you saw me cry more than I smiled, but these people see me smile more than I cry. You've seen me fight with my mom. They see me at the healthiest me and her have ever been. You saw me barely walk the stage, but now they're congratulating me for making Chancellor's List. And trust me, I'm not discrediting every single hardship you've helped me through, because more than likely without you, I probably would not be who I am or where I am today. But I just feel that now these people have a new torch to carry me through. And if it doesn't work out, the new cycle repeats, out with the old and with the new. But then there's one more perspective. There's the other, other perspective. The friend who's been there through all of your ebb and flows, the friend you met when you were 11 and you knew all the lyrics to Twist My Hips with. But in high school, y'all just never saw each other because y'all didn't have time. But she still managed to be the one person who told you happy birthday every single year. Or that friendship where you guys had a rocky start for a year or three. But now y'all have designated catch-up calls. The friendships that understand change is needed and it encourages a rebrand. Who loves you in all of your love languages but still makes sure to let you know when you're wrong. 
I just think those are the type of people that make adult friendships worth it and just not so lonely. They make you realize that, yeah, even though the friend who you just swore up and down was going to be there for you to the end is not even talking to you anymore, you still have old friends left over. And then you have new friends who you can't even imagine your life without. And, you know, whether your old friends, believe it or not, your new friends are just like them. You know, they're funny, they're loving, they're honest, they're sarcastic, they're lazy as fuck sometimes. And then, like, they'll surprise you with a 10-page paper done in two days. They're witty. They know the same songs we used to sing in the kitchen. They tell me, don't text them back. And then they're like, nay. Now, why would you do that when I send them screenshots of the whole entire paragraph I sent him, just like you did? Only difference is now they're teaching me new songs to sing off key to. Instead of asking to come over like we once did, now they're just saying they're coming upstairs. But out of all the differences, I just feel like there's one more similarity that's never going to change. They love me like you do. They want the best for me like you do. They crack up at everything I say, even though I wasn't trying to be funny. When I flip the camera, they say hey to Camille. And then they say congratulations when I tell them I took a shower. And they make me feel safe the same way you guys once did. They make a bed for me and they make a plate too. And that's all I ever wanted as a kid because I didn't have friends. And it's not like I didn't try my hardest to make them. I just wasn't like, I was either too annoying, too loud, talk too much, too weird. I sung Hannah Montana instead of Nicki Minaj. I watched Hannah Montana instead of watching Bad Girls Club, even though we were in fifth grade and there's no reason to watch Bad Girls Club in fifth grade. And you know, there were times where I just was too white or too black depending on the environment. Because in the mornings, I spent all my time with black people, took the same classes, walked the same line, ate in the same lunchrooms. But then from 4.30 to 8.30, I was at an all-white dance studio. You know, but for some reason, I find myself still not knowing where I felt the most accepted in. Because like I said, on one hand, I sung too much Taylor Swift. But then on the other hand, my braids could never look like their ponytails. I couldn't win. And, you know, I never understood why I didn't fit in with them. Because from a very young age, I still felt confident in both groups. I was loud, but I didn't care. I didn't think I was that annoying. I thought when I talked, I had great stuff to say. And to this day, I still probably put on my Hannah Montana, High School Musical, Taylor Swift, Rats Rock Angels concerts, and they still sell out. You know, I was willing and ready to share my toys, you know, the ones I didn't want to play with, with literally anyone who was willing to come over. And that's why I just think kids are weird. You know, they're supportive and they're loving, as I said before, but then it just stops. Now you're trying to squeeze in your old spot on the carpet. And that stuff mattered back then. You know, it may not matter at this big age of mine, but it was enough for me to want to cry. And I just think it's insane that after all of these years, I'm still searching for validation from people who couldn't care less about where I'm at in life. Okay, super fun fact, I have the most amazing memory when it comes to names. When I first got on Instagram, I typed in the name of this one girl I used to dance with. And like, lucky for me, her account was public. I just felt like Joe Goldberg, like literally, I'm telling you, I had the hat. So I'm like looking through all of her pictures, being nosy. And like, of course, to be expected, she still was like friends with all the girls that I used to know. And I came across this one picture and it was like her with like a couple dance people and they were on stage. And there was one little black girl and the comments were like, oh my gosh, is that Ajanae? And then the girl replies back, yeah, laughing emojis. Person replies, she's crazy. She replies back, yeah, laughing emoji. For one, that little black girl wasn't even me. I don't know why white people get off with this whole black person A and black person B are like twins and doppelgangers and like the same person. I don't look like anybody but Kelly Rowland. Me and that little black girl, we look nothing alike. Yeah, she was cute, but I look like Kelly Rowland and she did not give Kelly Rowland. And for two, they spelled my name wrong. There was no J, there was no apostrophe, there was no love. And for three, the biggest thing that just sticks out for me, they call me crazy. Am I passionate? Yes. Am I full of personality? Yes. Am I unexpected? Yes. Am I unpredictable? Yes. Am I complex? Yes. Am I hot? Yes. But crazy? Anyways, let's go back to why I even brought up this. 
because after all these years, I'm still looking for validation from all these people. Even with me having everything I need and me being so close to having everything I want in life, the kid in me still wishes she was accepted by them. She still wonders if they remember her like she remembers them so well. And I still have these inner declarations where I'm like, you know what? When I'm famous, they'll finally see me. They'll finally accept me. I just think that's why I've held on to every single friend as long as I could. You know, the one friend I happened to make, even though she stole my doll, I was outside every day in the summer making sure I was riding bikes with her. Or more recently, as a freshman in college, I had these friends from day one, and they were the worst people ever. And I knew they sucked. My back home friends knew they sucked but I still stuck around them. And I just think that's because having bad friends is sometimes better than having no friends at all. And I get that people just have this like hyper independency where you don't need friends, you don't need people, like no new friends, like you're good on your own. Like that's great, I guess, but we still need community. We still need a village. Little Wayne literally said, two bitches at the same time, synchronized swimmer. That one nigga said, I like my chicks in twos. Listen to what these people are saying. Doja Cat said twins like Tia Tamara. They're doubling it. Like, you know I had a double. Like, we need people. We need friends. Drake was wrong when he said no new friends. I welcome all new friends. If you're going to be here for me, if you're going to be solid, I'm here for it. I'm here for friends. So, yeah, after all of that ranting, I do just want to thank God. And I just want to give complete praise and worship for the friends I do have now. Because he brought me some of the most solid friends I've ever known in my entire life. And yes, I'm talking about the friends who I've known since I was 11. And I'm talking about the friends who I met at 21. And then the friends I met five months ago. I'm so blessed. But I'm still blessed and I will forever be blessed to have known the ones who are no longer with me. I think what I've been trying to say this entire time is adult friendships might suck, but they don't have to. I think you just have to trust God, trust the universe, trust yourself, that the people who are meant to be in your life will come and that you do not have to hold on to shitty people who make you feel like a shitty person. And that's my life. Weird, messy, complicated, sad, wonderful, amazing, and above all, epic.